Glory to God. Thank you. I have to rush now. Um, thank you, everybody, for showing up today. It's amazing that you're here in church just to listen to a son, not the father, you see. And the son is about to speak through the son to sons. So this is the son's gathering, right? <laughs> Glory to God. How you guys play a lot in the logic church. That's good, man. I feel like that's how they're doing in heaven. They're just playing everywhere. <laughs> Glory to God. Let's have my text on screen. The first text says Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 16. You know, I've been instructed, I'm a man under instruction to preach this noun word. You know, God said to Abraham, kill your son. And then some days ago, God said, don't kill him anymore. So, if you, so the question is, can you hear me now? Because if you want to live on what God said, you kill your son, you see? Tell someone, don't kill your son. <laughs> can you hear me now? So this is your noun word. You ready? I feel like you should pray in the Holy Ghost. Somebody is hanging, not something. Somebody is hanging. cautious. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is in you and with us right now at the same time. A person's gift makes room for him and leads him before important people. God said to Moses, what do you have in your hand? God didn't try to give Moses something extra. Moses used what he always walked around. You see, that same thing that you have been toiling around with is the same thing God is going to use for that next level. <laughs> what do you have in your hand? Your gift will make room for you. You know, we used to read it as your gift will make way for you, but the way gave you a gift for you to get into the room. It's too early, right? Well, Jesus died too early too, you see. <laughs> give me my next scripture. Next scripture. Hallelujah. God gave these four young men knowledge and skill in both books and life. You see, they didn't just know education. They knew life. You see. And you have life. You can never walk in darkness if you have the light of life. The person of Jesus. In addition, Daniel was gifted in understanding all sorts of visions and dreams. At the end of the time set by the king for their training, the head of the royal staff brought them into Nebuchadnezzar. When the king interviewed them, he found them far superior to all the other young men. None were a match for Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Tell somebody, I am far superior. I am far superior. I'm a cheat on this earth. Glory to God. And, I, and, and so they took their place in the king's service. There's a word for somebody. Somebody's coming into the king's service. You see? This, this is the attitude we need to have. You know, many people are not sensitive about what God is doing. And so they think that they need to be a pianist for you to know that God just said something now. Somebody is coming into the king's service. And how God has designed it is such that he wants you to know that there is something that I have put inside of you that you need to unwrap. That's why the title of this message is Unwrap It. Tell somebody unwrap it. Say it one more time like a minute. And I'm praying the Holy Ghost everybody before we take our seats. You know, for you to even get what I'm giving you right now, you have to unwrap it. That's why you have praying the Holy Ghost. Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, be seated. It's done. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I want to start by saying that salvation was and is a complete work of grace. Salvation was and is a complete work of grace. Salvation is the work of Christ. Salvation is not your work. From start to finish, it is the work of Christ. Now listen, when you believe in Christ's work, 
you become a new creature. You know this already, right? Now, a new creature cannot be improved upon. Did you hear what I said? A new creature cannot, it is impossible for a new creature to be improved upon. Because when we say new creature, I'm not talking about your body. Because at salvation, when you first believed, you see, your scars were still there. Some people came to the altar as smokers and they still smoked for like two years again after they were saved. Can I get a witness? <laughs> so we have them here, you see? You guys pray for them. Glory to God. That they may come into the full maturity. <laughs> so, so the point is, the, the new creation is your spirit, not your body, not your mind. That's why I say the new creature cannot be what? Improved upon now. Listen to this. It will change your life forever. Because it's the word of God. If anyone presents to you Christ as incomplete, if any geo presents to you salvation as incomplete, it is a false gospel. Because Christ is complete, salvation is complete. See, Jesus is the author and the finisher. If you want to add anything to what the finisher has done, you are finished. Are you getting blessed already? Now, the gospel is so simple. The Bible says the simplicity of the gospel is so simple that we are the ones trying to complicate it. For example, people teach and say, um, I know you're saved, but you need to be delivered. Have you heard that before? All the time, right? You know, some people even go and say, I know you're saved, but you need to be sanctified. You know, they call sanctification sinlessness perfection. That means you get to a state where you no longer sin. Sinlessness perfection, breaking news, is a myth. M-Y-T-H. It does not exist. Sin doesn't take you to hell. Believing in Jesus or rejecting Jesus is what takes you to hell. Or I'd rather say it this way. Sinning or not sinning does not qualify you for heaven or hell. Believing in Jesus or believing in our sin is what qualifies you for heaven. First John chapter 1 verse 19 says, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us. Now after this meeting, I hope you are like the Bereans. Go back, check your Bible. Just do a search. You have phones, just say confession of sins. You will never find any scripture like that in the New Testament except First John 1 19. And 1 John 1.19 was not talking to Christians or believers. It was talking to Gnostic Jews. However, nobody can be saved by confessing their sins. When you, when you became saved, it's not what you said. I'm sorry for all the bad things I did. That's not what made you saved. You confessed Christ who is our sin. Because... Romans chapter 10 verse 8 says, it is with the heart that man believes, it is with the mouth that confession is made unto what? And it goes on to say that whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be what? You know, so basically, if you read in the book of 1 Corinthians, give me my scripture in 1 Corinthians. For he had made him to be seen for us, who knew no sin, that we may be made what? So he who knew no sin became our sin. So when 1 John 1 verse 19 says, if we confess our sin, who is he talking about? <laughs> did, did, did he say that? So that's how you get saved. <laughs> Glory to God. Am I teaching good? Yes. You know, so some people are still bothering about um, uh, being delivered after being saved. What does Colossians chapter 1 verse 13 says? He has delivered us from the power of darkness, past tense, and has translated us past tense into the kingdom of his dear son. So you don't need deliverance. So most times what they're talking about is exorcism because some believers who do not know who they are have allowed the devil to oppress them or obsess them, but the devil cannot possess them because they are already possessed by the spirit of God. And so a believer might be under oppression and the devil needs to be cast out. But casting out is different from deliverance. Deliverance is a preaching. Jesus says, um, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he has anointed me to preach deliverance to the captives. 
Glory to God. Are you getting blessed? Now, so some people say sanctification after being saved. The word of God says in the book of um, 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, give it to me quickly, verse 130 says, But of him who are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom. See the word made there? See, brighter grammar is important. The word made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification. So when did you become sanctified? When you believed. Because when you believed was when the, sanctify, the sanctifier came into you to make you sanctified. If you like work, don't believe what I'm saying. Try it for the next 10 years and come back and tell me that you're still sinning. Do you understand that? Unless nobody can make heaven. Because you're sinning your thoughts. The Bible says, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is a sin. So you knew that you were supposed to help this brother. You have sinned because you didn't do it. The Bible says, he that, is, he that, is, that, that, that does all and leaves one, has, he's the same thing like person that... that, that so the Bible says, whatever is not of conviction or faith is sin. So if, you, if somebody says, ah, come on, go nightclub now, or more go drink, you understand? And that's not your conviction before. The moment you do it, you have sinned. But Christ has paid for all of those kind of sins. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's the simplicity of the gospel, and that's why it is too good to be true news that is hard for you to even believe. It's easier to believe that I have to do something in addition to what Jesus has done, rather than believing that you don't have to do anything. is <laughs> in the reverse. God doesn't think like you. The ways of the Lord are far from, you see? Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, some other people say, um, after you are saved, you need to be baptized in water. Have you heard that before? How many people have been baptized in water? Nothing wrong with it, you see? But you just came out from a very nice exercise. It's a ritual, just a routine. It doesn't touch your spirit. Or else, every time you go in the shower, your heart is cleansed. <laughs> Let me just buttress that. First Peter chapter 3, verse 20, 21. Typically. Because of their disobedience of long ago, there is during the day of Noah. For during the time of Noah, God patiently waited while the ark was being prepared. But only a few were brought safely through the flooded waters, or flood waters, a total of eight souls. Now, this was a prophetic picture. It was like a typology of the immersion that now saves you. So baptism is not, water baptism is not the, it's just a branch of baptism. There is baptism, because the word baptism is the word baptizo in the Greek, which means to be immersed, and then to be submerged, and then to what? Emerge. How many points LFC right here? That's why you're not walking alone. You didn't get it, right? Liverpool Football Club, just in case you don't watch it. <laughs> so you're, most of you who haven't joined LFC, you see you've been walking alone. It's time for you to, you know get back in glory to god <laughs> so so what this now this was not this was a prophetic picture of the immersion that now saves you not a burden of the physical body but rather the response of a good conscience before god through the resurrection of christ jesus if i can have the book of romans romans book of romans or give me ephesians 4 verse 45 let's do ephesians 4 45 now there is one body everybody say one body one spirit even as you are called in what? Of your calling. Next verse. One what? One faith. One baptism. If baptism means to be immersed, that means to be immersed, to be submerged, and to emerge. That's just simply saying death, burial. So the moment you believe in Jesus, you are baptized. You don't need any other external baptism. Like Dr. Flores would say, if you go in a dry sinner, you come out a wet sinner. It's just a routine. It doesn't, if you want to be baptized, that's your family problem, you see. You know, no, no disrespect because we're the family, so we need to treat that so we don't have the problem. <laughs> she say you're wise. I can't come back. <laughs> Christ has been made unto me wisdom. You see, I'm all wise. 
Because my father is all wise, you see. <laughs> so, and it's the word of God that makes you wise. Because you know what daddy has said. So you know what to say in every situation. Someone's getting blessed already. <laughs> Glory to God. Now, so this place says one Lord, one baptism. But you have been baptized when you were saved, but you still went to go and do a second baptism. Some people even say, after you are saved, you need Holy Ghost baptism. How many baptism is that? So now you will be saved as baptism, go to water too, be another, something they worry you. But all due respect, now listen, listen carefully. Salvation is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Salvation is deliverance. I showed you in scripture. Salvation is sanctification. Nothing can be added after salvation. It is finished work. If they need to do another thing, it wasn't finished. It looks like half the church here are more born again than the this other side. <laughs> Let me come to this place. That the grace that I carry might, you know. <laughs> like Peter Shadows healing the sick. <laughs> so, let me ask you a question. When you got saved, what spirit was at work? What spirit are you expecting at Holy Ghost baptism? I just want to find out. That's, that's a honest question. <laughs> Methylated spirit. Thank you. <laughs> Nothing can be added after Christ. Give me the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13. Quickly, let me just show you something. NLT. Quickly. And now you Gentiles have heard the truth, the good news, that's the gospel, that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by doing what? So when you believed, you received the Holy Spirit. So who are you expecting at Holy Ghost baptism? Because, you see, I don't argue with people who have that second experience. It's an experience that you have. And that experience is you receiving what was given at salvation. Now, if you already had knowledge, you would have walked in it from the first day. So it was a knowledge gap. Bible says everything that pertains to life and godliness. Can you have that in the TPT right now? Everything that pertains to life and godliness has already been deposited in you. Already. Do you understand that? Are you following? Now, I'm saying all of this to say that you already are baptized. You already are sanctified. You already are saved. You already have the Holy Ghost. And the moment the Holy Ghost came, Kenneth Hagin says the Holy Ghost does not come empty. Listen, everything you could ever need for life and godliness has already been what? pastors in us by his divine power for all this was what upon us through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation now watch this your glorious manifestation is predicated on your knowledge of what was deposited so the reason you're not manifesting is that no knowledge of what was deposited see the bible says how shall he not with him freely give us all things? I imagine Jesus as a container. People who do business know that. And then inside that container, there is PlayStation, because I love PlayStation, you see? There is fax machine, there is cars, there are stuffs inside of it. Now, Jesus carries all of those things as the container and comes into you. If you don't open the container, they will just be there. That's why this service is about you unwrapping it. So I can buy you a fantastic PlayStation or whatever and you never get to use it because you, you never even checked out what, what, what it was or even read the manual. And that's why the word of God is preached because the word of God is the manual for life. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm trying to haste now. The Holy Spirit is not a commodity. The Holy Spirit is a person. No person can come in halves or quarter. You know, because you think that you received a portion of the Holy Ghost and you're expecting a complete one later. No person can come in halves or quarter. If Dr. Flourish comes into me now, I will have his exact mannerisms. You watch sci-fi movies, don't you? Technology is a plan of God. They copied it from us, you see. <laughs> Are you following? Are you really following? 
Now, God does not give his spirit in measures. John chapter 3, verse 33, let me show you something. So when God is giving you, he's giving you full dose. Full dose. He who has received his testimony has certified that God is true. For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God. For God does not give the spirit by measure. Give me a message translation quickly. He doesn't. Now, the one that God sends speaks God's word. And don't think the, re- the rations, he rations out the spirit in bits and pieces. Don't think he rations out the spirit. So you always think he's giving you parts. And you expect, no, God doesn't do that. The father loves the son extravagantly. He turned everything over to him so he could give it away. The gift is for giving away. A lavish distribution of what? Of what? That is why whoever accepts and trusts the Son gets in on everything. Life complete and forever. Glory to God. Glory to God. Don't act cold. You didn't come here by happenstance. You came here because God wanted you to hear this. I'm telling you by revelation. You came here because God wanted you to hear this. Now, the Holy Spirit doesn't come empty. He comes with gifts. And now, many people have heard the popular phrase that says, the gift of the Spirit. How many people have heard that before? Now, I checked my Bible and there's no such thing as the gift of the Spirit in the Bible. I only found spiritual gifts. Because the terminology, the phrase, the gift of the Spirit. You say, I know the writing so much, I can't even say the wrong thing. (laughs) So, the terminology or the phrase, the gift of the Spirit makes you feel like the spirit owns the gift and you have to always go to him to get one two three that's why the word of god will never have written it that way you know i imagine that first bank of nigeria for example has the money and because it's first bank of nigeria gift of the spirit you go to first bank to get money but if you know that the bank is not outside you, is now inside you, all you got to do is to place a demand on what is inside you. See, God is all-knowing and the best place for God to hide his best gift is not outside you. It's inside you. That way nobody can steal it. Are you following me? So, rather than saying the gift of the Spirit, a better way to say it would be, the gift in the spirit because if you think the gift in the spirit and the spirit is inside you you got it all already clap if you want to clap now some people don't even know what we're talking about as regards the gift of the spirit and paul has done a fantastic work in the book of first corinthians chapter 12 from verse 1 to 8 However, I'm not going to show you that text. I'll just show you all of the gifts in the slide. And I'll try to give you a definition. So when you get a grasp of see, you can't walk in what you don't know. So the reason you're not manifesting it as you ought to is because you didn't know. I showed you. It's already deposited. Are you following? So you have to know so that you can desire to function and then you practice it. Make it your habit. Hallelujah. Now, all trans gifts, number one, prophecy. Number two, speaking in tongues. Number three, interpretation of tongues. These gifts, if you have not gone to LFC, you are walking alone. I'm telling you, you better not walk alone. Come to LFC. Now, prophecy, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues. These gifts have to do with saying something. So tongues is the first gift in that order that enables you to speak a language that you never learned naturally. Okay? And the Bible says that the person that speaks in tongues speaketh not unto men, but unto God. However, he speaks mysteries. And the word mysteries there is not mystery like in English. It's a Greek word mysterion, which means open secrets. So once you speak those tongues, you are saying some very classified information that the next gift, interpretation of tongue, will help you to know. So everybody on the earth don't know it, but you know it, and you can do the thing first before everybody does it. Your gifts will make room for you. I'm coming to you in a minute. You know, let me just talk about this now. I was listening to... Um, a man of God in Nigeria here some days ago, or very recently. 
and one of his members they kidnapped her six-year-old son are you following and it was the uncle of the boy that kidnapped him yes real life story and called the father and said this is the amount you're going to pay blah 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 so they came to the pastor you know pastors have that very large hat and they really want the pastor really wanted it to be so that the child is found and the pastor was praying and everything but the mother and the father keeps coming back to the pastor and everything please follow the story now one of the meetings just a day or two a few days after the boy has been kidnapped the pastor came on the stage like the pastor's mother had led a prayer for them to find the child are you following then i said told the pastor to come up and then handed over the mic when he came up on stage he wasn't ready to come up because he didn't have what to say it was a very devastating situation and these people were like really dear to him and the church now the moment he came up he knew what to do some people don't know what to do he started speaking in tongues i've sensed the presence of god right now now he started speaking in tongues and when he had spoken in tongues until he was released he stopped but didn't say any other thing in english then he said did anybody get what i said then one lady who is an illiterate came out i said yes she took the mic and said you go see my hand in five days and she dropped it you know when you speak in tongues you think is translation so because the pastor prayed long, you think the woman should speak long. So sometimes you pray in tongue and at the end, all you just say is, it is well. That's the interpretation of the tongue. So she came out and she said, you go see my hand in five days. That was a Sunday service. On Friday around 12.01, they got a call. That's five days. The guy who had kidnapped the child was calling the father. You know how they do is they'll call this location to call another location, just checking you to see if you're not they're not being followed by the police. And while he was out doing that, he had put the boy in an uncompleted building in a bush. So he was out there and the boy started to scream. And then people who were passing came to his aid and they took the boy to the police. So when this guy returned from all his many calls, because he had to use like different phone boots instead of using the real his own phone. By the time he came back, the boy was the boy was gone. Now, prior to his coming back, because it was it was divinely orchestrated, the boy went to the police. The boy was very you know articulate, was smart. He told everything to the police, and they went back to the same location and they waited in the room where the boy was for the man when he was going to return. So when the man came, he saw the door broken. He started calling the boy. The boy didn't answer. So when he tried to enter the room, they rounded him up, you see? Now, you know, say, ah, I'm just looking for my, for my son now. I'm looking, which son? Okay, come. They took him to the car, and they say, is it the person? He said, yeah, that's my son. He said, he's not my son. Wicked man. He kidnapped me. Are you following? <laughs> Very interesting. And then they took the boy back to the parents house because the boy could identify the house and everything and that's how the son came back but that miracle took place by gifts the pastor prayed in tongues not the deacon the member interpreted it what i'm telling you right now is you can stay in your room right now and fix that business problem you don't have to call Dr. Flourish. In fact, if you call him right now, he probably will not pick because he's busy. You stay there. You say your tongues. It's your own. If you never say it, God will never squeeze your throat to say it. Some people will walk through this life being believers for 40 years and never speak. And God will not do anything about it. The best that he will do is keep telling you, through meetings because you are a product of meetings god will never tell you anything that you have not already learned in his word unless you will not even understand it <laughs> do you understand that look at the next one it says prophecy 
in LSU, we have learned that by the time you speak in tongues and you interpret, you have already arrived at prophecy. And prophecy is inspired speakings. You don't plan it. Like that woman didn't plan to say, you see my hand in five days. And then power gives faith. That's faith to be able to do incredible things. And God going at work for you. You don't have to even lift a finger. When you, when you confess your, the declaration here and say, I enjoy angelic assistance. Do you know you're saying the gift of faith will work for me? And it has been working since, but you did not know. Now you can say it more intentionally. Because you have the gift of faith. That's why you can say angelic assistance. Did you see that? Now, it says gift of healings come to LFC. But however, the gift of healings is cure for sicknesses. So that means some people have tried doctors and tried everything and then just one meeting, all gone. Hallelujah. Now, workings of miracles. Workings of miracles is, um, for example, Samson meets a lion and tears the lion apart. That's a working of miracle. Jesus takes five loaves of bread and two fishes and just, that's a working of miracle. You raise the dead, Walking, you say, I said, you raise the dead. You see, I'm not sensitive. And that's a walking of miracle. Are you following? Now, word of wisdom is for you to know something that is coming in the future by divine prominence. You just know that this thing is coming. It's good for your business, you see. Guess what? Let me tell you something that happened to me. Let me tell you something that happened to me yesterday. So I was really tired this week from all of the work. And I just heard I was going to preach. So I was resting in the room. My wife had gone to the market to get something, and I had one of my cousins around. I saw my son outside the door. You see, I, did, I was not praying. I saw my son outside the door, so I sent my cousin a message. She's here right now. I said, put your eyes on beloved more. And then after, I still saw it again. So I left the room, came out of the door, and checked. And I didn't see my son outside. So I shut the door and went back. Like three, four minutes later, I heard my son crying. He was outside the door. You cannot parent your children without these things. Elisha said to Gehazi, Whence not my spirit from you when you went to collect the money from Naaman? So my spirit can see. Some people come to visit me, and the moment they're driving into their compound, even this week on Thursday, I call them. Say, I'm just driving. And I say, yes. Went not my spirit with you. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Glory to God. So the word of knowledge is for, so apart from that. The word of wisdom is also for you to give a solution, not just knowing the future. For example, Joseph comes before Pharaoh and says, Egypt will be in famine. We will have plenty first seven years then plenty and lack next time famine seven years of plenty seven years of lack that's the word of wisdom because seven years plus seven years are 14 years advanced knowledge imagine you have knowledge for the next 14 years think about that <laughs> see what you don't realize is that all-knowing god is living inside you right now and if eternal father cannot give birth to temporal sons Unknowing God cannot give birth to part-knowing sons. What I'm telling you right now is that every knowledge about the past, the present, and the future, about people, events, place, time, are inside now. When did they come? At salvation, where they were uploaded. What you do is you unwrap it. You download it. And that's why, if something I say, no, no, no. Nothing can happen without me knowing. I always, I have this sense of entitlement because I'm a son. I'm like, no, it didn't happen because I didn't know about it. I always see. I'm telling you, see, the worst case scenario is I'm too busy and God is speaking, I didn't hear. He will come to my dream. Because the Bible says he gives blessings to his beloved in sleep. Somebody maybe have to just go and sleep about the project, you see. I feel like that's the word of God for somebody right now. Because the blessings are in sleep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen to this statement. If you don't have all the nine gifts of the Spirit, you are probably not born again. Drop mic. <laughs> what I didn't say is if you don't manifest all the nine gifts. What I say is if you don't have. Because everybody who's saved here now has the Holy Ghost who has all the nine gifts inside them now. 
But the Bible says that the earnest expectations of the creatures are awaits the manifestations of the sons of God. And sons of God have not been doing that glorious manifestation because they did not know what was deposited. Are you following? Follow me closely. Now, the moment you understand that the bank is not outside you and the bank is inside of you, that changes everything. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Give me the Holman Christian Standard Bible quickly. First Corinthians 12, verse 1 now. Consigning what comes from the Spirit. You see that? It's from the Spirit. And where is the Spirit? I don't want you to be unaware. So the reason you're not manifesting is you're unaware. Somebody get aware now. You don't know how to get aware. Hey, God. Tongues are the doorway to the supernatural. Get aware now. That means you can choose and say, I want to know about this thing now. Glory to God. You cannot have the Holy Spirit and not have his gifts. You know, say two years ago, we received our son. You see, God didn't give him. We received him. Because he was given from the foundation of the world. Now, my son's name is Beloved Ben Yahweh. That means Beloved Son of God. Anywhere you go, we block him. So he can never, he's already predestined, predestined for righteousness. Glory to God. Now, I made sure that I found a hospital where I can be in the theater with my wife because I wanted to have that experience. And guess what? I didn't tell anybody we're in the theater. I wanted to pray through myself, have that experience. You know, I like to be where there are problems. Because where Wahala abound, miracle abound much more. So, don't stop playing. <laughs> so, we went through that process. And when my son came out, I literally saw him come out. I was there. And when he came out, he had ears. He had nose. He even had eyes. Wow. A mouth. Wow. And I saw his fingers. Wow. I, have you seen babies like that before? Guess what? Everything my son will become in future is inside him. His natural gift, like I play the piano, I expect him to play the piano, is not outside him, it's where? Inside him. The best things are hidden inside. You keep looking outside. It's time to look inside. Tell someone to look inside. Now guess what? If God could do natural bet that way, what makes you think that when you became born again, God now added ears, now added eyes. God didn't react. Did God now react and say, uh, let's add ears to beloved. Let's know the same way. That's why Jesus said born again. So the same way you are born again, you can hear at salvation. You can see at salvation. You can heal at salvation. I sense the presence of God right now. I say, I sense the presence of God right now. You can hear right now. You have seen eyes. You have hearing ability. You can heal the sick right now. You know what is showing up tomorrow? Nothing comes to you unawares. I don't know whose word this is, but if this is your word, scream. Thank you, Jesus. You got it already. You got it already. People want to sit inside the house and pray for gifts. Gifts are gifts. They cannot be earned. Gifts are gifts. They cannot be purchased. It is called charisma. Because grace is charis. So gifts are charisma. So gifts are grace gifts. They came from grace, not from prayers. Prayer just opens you up to take what was given. And that's why you ought to pray. 
there is nothing you can do to remove the nine gift it's too late you got saved you got saved you have nine gift already but you can go home go to bed live 40 years of your life and never use any of them but your gifts is the prophetic word of god will make room for you i don't know whose word this is right now i sense stronger that god wants to bring your attention to what you have in your hand what do you have in your hand tell somebody i got the word of knowledge i got the word of wisdom i got the discernment of spirits I know all things. Glory to God. I feel like screaming, oh yeah. First <laughs> John 2 verse 20. First John 2 verse 20 says, quickly I need to have that on screen. So you are endowed by the Spirit once. You make discovery over time. You see, don't, don't, don't pay attention. You are endowed by the Spirit once you make discovery over time. If God adds anything after salvation, it was not finished work. Do you understand what I'm saying? 1 John 2 verse 20. I can quote it. It says, you know all things. You have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. I gave you NKJV. So you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. See, I checked the word know in the Greek. It's the word E-I-D-O. It is to know completely and perfectly. It's a different word from another word, I think, ginosko, that means to know in a process. So God says, you already know all things perfectly. And then you walk around looking for help. You are not without help. Because the person who was sent to you was the Alos Paracletus, the helper. You see, you're not without help. Somebody getting blessed already. I have to cut, 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 cut. Thank you. The release of power of the, of, of the power of the spirit is never possible until you are active. You know, strong men don't enjoy their powers by sitting down by the beach and just sipping a drink. As you sit down right now, you, you, you don't feel powerful. A macho man needs to lift something to know that he has power. See, rich men don't walk around with their money. But when there's a need, you know they got money. I'm talking to you believers right now. In Lagos, you can see high-tension wires, but you don't know if there's electricity on it or not until you try to touch it. What I'm telling you right now is you have power, but until you get to walk, you can't say you're walking. Romans chapter 12, verse 6, NAT, quickly. Romans 12, verse 6. Help me save time. Romans 12, verse 6 says, we have different gifts according to the grace given to us. If the gift is prophecy, that individual must what? Gift is for using. See, gifts are not medals to be worn. They are tools for the job. So if you don't show up at work, no tools. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? My own is this. They're just wearing medals. It's not medals. They're tools for the job. They're for a purpose and they are the gifts to fulfill the purpose. Hallelujah. Let me race to a close. Daniel chapter 2 verse 48. Daniel 2 verse 48. Now we talked about Daniel and how that they went to an interview and they were 10 times better than their peers. And the word of God says that Daniel was blessed in knowledge and understanding of books and of life. Now the king made Daniel a great man. The king made Daniel a great man and gave him many gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon. See, listen to this. Daniel was a captive. You didn't hear what I said? Joseph was a prime minister in Egypt, but he was a slave. And he was a Jew, not an Egyptian. You think that you don't have favor with the people because you are not Yoruba. Joseph was a prime minister in Egypt. You see? The gift does not care about the race. The gift does not care about the tribe. See, it's a principle because you have the prince of peace. He's the principal. Are you following what I'm saying? 
So Joseph was a prime minister in Egypt. Guess what? Daniel was in Egypt. Do you know what Egypt is? Any government in power. Daniel served Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel served Belshazzar. Daniel served Dairos. Daniel served Cyrus. So every king that was going, they needed him every time. And you keep saying APC, PDP. Anytime you are in Egypt. <laughs> and so Daniel chapter 2 verse 1 to 19. It shows the story where um, Daniel was in the face of, um, of a circumstance. The king had dreamt a dream in verse 1. And called all his wise men and said, guys, I dreamt a dream last night. I need you to tell me my dream. God punish you, sir. You are wicked. That's what I would have thought, right? How do you dream and expect me to tell you what you dreamt? And then they said to the king, say, no king asks his subject for such a thing. In fact, only the gods, <laughs> you see? Next verse, only the gods can tell you your dream. The king's demand is impossible. No one except the gods can tell you your dream and they do not live here among people. Breaking news, the gods have come around us. The gods have come among us. They live among people. So the king said, guys, I think you want to wind me, Abby. I will not tell you the dream because if I tell you the dream, you bring me one stupid interpretation. If you don't tell me the dream, I'm going to slay all of you. Slay king. <laughs> and Daniel heard the news and guess what Daniel did? Daniel went to the king and said, give me time. Give me what? See, sometimes they bring a problem to you. Just then, give me time, let me pray about it. Don't be in a haste, you have the answer. Don't say, me, I don't know. Me, I don't. Shut your mouth, you know. Every time you say you don't know, you don't actually know because that thing you're saying is affecting your consciousness. The word of God says, I know all things. All. What is all in the Greek? All. Give me some time. And Daniel said that. Daniel called his friends. I sense the presence of God right now, you see. Daniel called his friends and they went ahead to pray. Watch out. They prayed a simple prayer that night. Daniel dreamt the dream that the king dreamt. How can I dream somebody's dream? It was a gift at work. Want to say something? Let's let it go. No, no, no. <laughs> I know all things. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know. So that night, you see, Daniel did not fast for the secrets to be revealed. Instead, he got the secret fast. So you, I'm sorry, you know, you, you think you need to fast. Fasting is very good, especially if you have not been well trained. Maybe you should get on the fasting training. Because if you know the story of Daniel, when he was put in the lion's den, he was a praying guy. And they put him in the lion's den for prayer. Is that not the story? They got the, the, they got the secrets same night. And that's when the last verse down says that the king gave Daniel a higher rank. Somebody is coming into the king's office. And God is doing it by the instrumentality of the gifts making room for you. Give me the book of Genesis. Let me touch Joseph a little. Pharaoh said to his officials, isn't this the man we need? Are we going to find anyone else who has God's spirit in him like this? This is after he told them about the famine coming. 39. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, you are the man for us. Somebody, this is your, I'm telling you, this is your word. They are coming to you strongly. You are the man for us. You are the man. See, you are showing up in their dream. That's how they know that you are the man for them. 
See, don't play with this moment. You are the man for that job. You are the man for that project. You are the man for that business. Oh, shuba elevene kombes. Truta kina mama hashetai. Listen. God has given you the inside story. Whose one is that? God has given you the inside story. You are the man. You are the woman for the job. The king said, no one is as qualified as you in experience and wisdom. Guess what? Joseph didn't have all the experience. The Bible says Joseph was just 30 years old. What experience does he have to be a prime minister? Was he serving in office before? But he has simulated the events. Better come to midweek service next time. Because every time Joseph was in the pit, he knew that's not what he saw. He always saw his brothers bow before him. So, this place says you... You, you, no one is as qualified as you in experience because he has experienced the experience before the experience you cannot feature in the future that you have not pictured from the scripture Dr. Flourish from now on you are in charge of my affairs this is somebody's word don't play with it from now on you are in charge of the affairs of that politician that king I know how God does it. That's why I'm really, really telling you, don't play with it. Oh! All my people will report to the prisoner. All my people will report to the slave boy. All Egypt will report to a Jew. Look at you. You have been freed. You are not even a prisoner. When are they going to report to you? This is the word of God to you. Now is the appointed time, says God. I know you've been waiting for it now, Lord. God sent me to tell you, now is the appointed time. You are going to serve at the king's chamber. Next verse. So Pharaoh commissioned Joseph and putting you in charge of the entire country of Egypt. Then Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his finger and slipped it on Joseph's hand. He outfitted him in robes of the best linen and put a gold chain around his neck. He put the second in command. He put the second in command chariot at his disposal. Some of that transportation is coming your way now. You see, if you had worked a job all your life, if you have done different stuff, you will never have been able to have what God is compressing for you. In one day, you are getting into the chamber. In one day, you have the transportation. Oh, yeah. I like how he says, oh, yeah, because the promises of God are yes. And amen. So he puts the second in command chariot at his disposal and as he rode people shouted bravo joseph was in charge tell somebody i am in charge so the supernatural walks by bragging jesus told the disciples he says lazarus is sleeping i go to wake him jesus shows up on the tomb four days later and says father I thank you because you heard me. What did the father hear? Lazarus is sleeping. I go to wake him. This is your moment right now. Somebody scream. I am in charge. Take dominion. I am in charge. Next verse. Pharaoh told Joseph, I am Pharaoh. But no one in Egypt will make a single move without your stamp of approval. God a God give me 45 then watch this Pharaoh gave Joseph an Egyptian name Zaphnath Phaneh 
God speaks and he leaves. When you finish the manifestation, it is not God that they will see, it's you. Let's be honest. It is you who now points them to the Christos. For the earnest expectations of the creatures await what? The manifestation of the sons, not the manifestation of God. Oh Lord, come down and manifest your power. Shut up. He has come down and he manifested all his power when he rose Jesus from the dead. The power is yours to manifest now. God speaks and he leaves. For Judah, forgive me with time. For Judah was in the bosom. Jesus was in the bosom of Judah, the brother of Joseph. And if Joseph did not give the word that took care of the famine, Judah would have died. The prophecy would not have been able to bring Jesus out. So when Joseph, by the inspiration of God and the gift, spoke, God spoke and Jesus lived. <laughs> Something is here right now. Somebody just clean. Somebody just unwrap. Open it up right now. Open your mouth and I'll feel it, says God. Open up your mouth and I'll feel it, says God. Come on right now. God speaks and he leaves. Somebody about to carry your baby because God is showing you in clear pictures somebody that baby that brainchild is about to become for in the beginning was an idea and the idea was with God and the idea was with God somebody that billion flow you're just an idea away from your billion flow and that idea is coming by the instrumentality of a gift I don't know who I'm talking to right now but if I were you I will open up my mouth I will look in the bank I will place a demand I will begin to bring in bring out from within somebody open your mouth right now I'm in charge I'm in charge I'm in charge I'm in charge yes I know God God does not react if he made my baby with ears nose mouth eyes that means when I showed up as a believer I have seen eyes I have hearing ears I know all things I lay hands on the sick and they recover oh whose word am I sending out right now God sent me to tell you your gift will make room for you your gifts I keep saying it will make room for you don't get tired of practicing Joseph practiced all the way he kept practicing he was in the prison he told the other prisoners that the interpretation of their dreams yet still he was still in prison I know that you have been manifesting the gift some of you but yet still it still looks like you're staying in that dry place God sent me to tell you God sent me to give you a now water yes indeed it will be on now God's decree things are gonna happen so fast your head will swim one thing fast on the heels of the order you will be able to keep up and everywhere you look blessings blessings like wine pouring off the mountain come on right now God speaks and he leads if I were you right now I just keep saying yes indeed yes indeed it won't be long now it won't be long now as I keep using that which has been given me I come to the manifestation of all the blessings that God has in store for me come on now get over at this show one word of wisdom can clear all your bills and set you up for life 
I don't know who that word is for. One word of wisdom can clear all your bills and set you up for life. Joseph only gave one word and he was set up for life. Joseph brought all his family members, 70 of them, to the palace. Somebody, this word is not just for you. This word is for your family. They have been living in poverty. You were not born with a silver spoon, but God has put his hand, has put his tool, has put his gift on you, such that when you use it, you come to a place of prominence and you can bring all your brethren to. Oh yeah, Shetekin Amados. Unwrap it, come on. Come on, take two more minutes. Come on, right now. Somebody, as you're praying in tongues, you are hearing something in English. God sent me to tell you right now. Speak it into existence. It is not your mind. It is the Spirit of God. You already have the mind of Christ. So even if it's your mind, it's the mind of Christ. Come on now. Somebody God let me know just right now that born again is born ready. You were born for such a time as this. Joseph when he showed up at the palace, he didn't have to pray. The moment he came there, he had the dream first hand, he gave the interpretation first hand. I prophesy over you. There is an unlocking right now. There is a stir up right now. There is an unpacking right now. As you show up in your job, as you show up in that relationship, as you show up as a counselor, as you show up in your business, the moment they say the problem, you hear the solution. The moment they say the problem, you hear the solution. Come on right now. Born again is your advantage. You were born ready. Come on, come on. I was born ready. I'm taking charge. Put the declaration on the stage. I was born ready. Come on right now. Declare. I am sought after. I am a person of high demand because of the supply of the Spirit. Come on, somebody. You are in high demand right now. You are the one we have been looking for. You are the one we have been looking for. You are the most experienced. Yes, you don't have a physical experience. But Jesus was before the foundation of the world. He had lived life back and forth. And then he resides in you. So you now have his experience. I'm talking to you right now. You are experienced for the job. You are the best person for the job. Henceforth, I have a track record of bringing solutions in my industry. Come on, come on. I have a track record. Yes, I hear Daniel. A handwriting on the wall. Many, many. Petal. Offer It sounds like punk to me. Because when Daniel comes, he's not trying to interpret each word. Daniel just says, you have been hanging in the balance, this and that. Somebody, you have the solution. All you gotta do, pray in tongues, say the interpretation, write it down. For the vision is for an appointed time. Oh, I'm a solution provider. With the help of the Spirit, I bring solution to business relationships. I bring solution to marital relationships. I bring solution to the marketplace. I bring solutions in businesses. You have two minutes right now to unwrap this. Two minutes right now to unwrap this. Yes, indeed. I keep hearing yes, indeed. It won't be long now. As you start to pay attention to the gift you're profiting will be shown to all. Come on right now. 
and leave over it. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now. God's decree, things are gonna happen so fast. Your head will swim. One thing, fast on the order. Grace is equipping you to keep up. And everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings like wine. Solutions like wine. Increase like wine. Ultras like wine. Revelations like wine. Power in abundance. I hear power in abundance. Power in abundance now. There is an unwrapping. I see people opening boxes. Whoa, what is happening in this place? Power in abundance. You are the man for the job. God sees and he leaves. How did I know he leaves? I spoke as the oracle of God. So God speaks and they see him living through me put your hands up right now of ruses Everywhere you look blessings. Everywhere you look blessings. Bam, bam, bam. Everywhere you look blessings. Solutions. Healing is taking place in this place right now. Healing is right here. If you got a pain in your body, I promise you. If you got a defect in your body, I promise you. You see, I'm bragging about it. You will never live without being healed. Try me and see if I will not do this thing, says God. Now put your hands together, everybody, if you were blessed. Glory to God. As a rule of the tongue, come to service ready to remove everything the person came with. There will be another opportunity, but make sure you drench every virtue by lambanoing, taking it by force. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit just said to the churches.